So here's another exciting episode of Nerding Daily. Uh, we're talking about Westworld Season 3, um, yep. which, you know, we were all really super excited about. And they had like a teaser or something. How long ago was that? It was like September. Uh, like the no. end of the year, beginning of the year kind of thing? I don't remember. I can't remember, but I remember being like super stoked when I saw Aaron Paul. I was like, what? Aaron yeah, Paul? I love Aaron Paul. Oh, can't wait. Um, <laughs> But yeah, we're going to talk about that, and then we're going to talk about things we're watching, reading shows, streaming shows, movies, you name it. So stay tuned for that. But first, we're going to dive right in, so take it away, Josh. <laughs> yeah. So um, definitely a change this season, as it's not really in Westworld at all. It's not a Western at all. It just goes fu- full-on future sci-fi. And no matter what you think of the show, it is a beautiful show to watch. Like, man, the visuals are unstoppable. Um, critics have been kind of, you know, ripping it apart this season, but um, they all say, you know, it's a beautiful show to watch. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely uh, very aesthetically pleasing. Um, the music, too. I, mean, I had this, like, Blade Runner vibe to it. Music was so killer. Yeah. So good. It was super intense. Uh, yeah, I was going to bring that up. Yeah, oh, music, sorry. So, no, no, I, I actually I forgot about it, so I'm glad oh, you mentioned okay. it because it was so <laughs> awesome. But yeah, the acting's great, the directing's great, the visuals are great. But the question is, do you like the story? You know, I went back and forth on that because, like, first, like, the first episode, I was so stunned by the visuals, like, I didn't know what the heck was going on. Like... I'm like, what yeah. just happened? Is this a dreamland? Like, it was very weird. Um, and then as it, as it started to progress, I liked some of the stories. Um, yeah. I liked, um, I mean, Maeve, I was really confused about. I'll say that. And Maeve is one of my favorites. Um, yeah. How about, how about you? Well, yeah, so some, you know, they only did eight episodes this year instead of ten. And yeah, it definitely felt like um, this was like a filler season, you know, that they have bigger plans down the road. I read a year ago that they you know have plans for five or six seasons and so um it got renewed for a fourth um which is not surprising right you know there was a i mean i love Eve, i love bernard and, and he was really underused um, yeah he was this season it was like all dolores and her story and everything else just kind of followed right um which i will say i know last season on our podcast we said we didn't like dolores in season two Mm-hmm. Uh, I turned season one. I liked her this season, the whole time. So I thought it was interesting because, so we are giving you some spoilers. Um, yeah. yeah, spoilers. <laughs> yeah. So it ends up that she, Dolores, was good the whole time. You just didn't know it until the end of the, you know, the season. And so it was interesting because you don't know who, you, I mean, you, you didn't know who to root for throughout the whole season because yep. you were wanting to root for Dolores, but you weren't sure if she was in the right or not. Um, yeah, it was interesting. Um, but yeah, I felt like Maeve and Bernard were underused. Yeah, but I don't know how to use it more in that scenario. Well, I mean, I know, I know that it's Bernard was pretty heavily used in season two and in season one. We could say there was a lot of story. Yeah, yeah. So it, I can understand why they gave him a, a little bit of a backseat, but I feel like they're building. I mean, he. We, I won't give it until we start talking about, but he had a he had a key reason for being in this season as little yeah. as he was. Like, <laughs> like a key reason. You like that? Clever. Yeah. Um, I knew you, I saw your eyes light up. Um, but <laughs> Charlotte, Charlotte's character, I mean, she didn't do much, but you know, there's something going on with her and we're, we're trying to fit, we were trying to figure that out. And yeah. as you, you know, you kind of, you know, something's not right. That's what, like, yeah. okay, she traumatized or, you know, what, what is it exactly that's not right about Charlotte? That, that's the thing yeah. that, that really keeps you watching in the beginning. And then, of course, the introduction of Aaron Paul and, and with uh, uh, with Dolores. No complaints there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then his character trying to figure out who he is and why he's hanging out with her. <laughs> like, what is, what is the reason? Like, I couldn't figure it out in the beginning. Yeah, and um, the man in black, he was severely underused. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I saw an article with Ed Harris where he was vocal like you don't always hear this from actors but he was just not happy with this season he's like i didn't sign on to play the man in white i signed on to play the man in black right <laughs> right but it looks like he will be back to the man in black next season uh, so yeah I, well he'll so have to be <laughs> when i go through the year or just kind of jump into the end or or what yeah let's just go through the yeah let's go i mean we got plenty of time here we can go through 
you know, everything we liked about it, what we didn't like about it. Yeah, let's just yeah. let's just pick it apart and let's dissect it. All right. Let's let's, All let's, right. let's well, break it down. Now they're in, they're in the future. They're in the real world, apparently, which we'll see if that's the case down the road. Right. Uh, you have your theories on that one. Right. And so you're finding out Aaron Paul, you're finding out Dolores in that first episode. So I don't know if you know this. The guy, because you don't really watch sports. Right. Uh, the 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 guy with the shirt that has the different emotions, which I love that shirt. Yes, yes, I... yes. <laughs> uh, he's a very famous football player. Did you know that? No, I had not. <laughs> yeah, so he's uh, Marshawn Lynch. Uh, Beast Mode is his nickname. Uh, he's a running back for. He was mostly for the Seahawks, and when they won the Super Bowl, and then he went for the Raiders for a little bit. But um, he's a running back, and he's just known for being a beast. And just running people down. So at the last episode, when he's like breaking through the uh, the the you know the the riots, you know mm-hmm. stuff that was totally beast mode, you know. Oh, cool. So I mean, I actually really liked him in it. Like, I mean, it's a small role, but you know, because he's this famous, super famous Russian back, you know, yeah. running back. Like, it was kind of cool to watch him. <laughs> How awesome! <laughs> I I appreciated yeah. all the architecture and the cinematography. We we had talked about this too. The um, there was like camera sequences and continuous and and yeah. the fight scenes were a little bit more elaborate i mean there was things elements in this that were uh, more on the art side and like the the film nerd side where um yeah. i almost feel like it pushed the story kind of the wayside a little bit but it yeah. was giving it room for these other things you know um right mm-hmm. yeah uh, um i mean i don't know what do you feel about did it need to be only eight or should it have been 10 episodes like the other series it was weird to me, like being only eight, but I feel like once I saw episode eight, because I would say at episode seven, no, I needed more. Yeah. But one, I think yeah. episode eight kind of wraps it up nicely, but with mm-hmm. a question mark. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, wait. Well, oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's still, uh, it, it's a, I think it ended well. I don't know if I could have handled another episode after, because right. that, 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 those last two are pretty exhausting episodes. It was. Yeah. Um, yeah, so episode one, we, I mean, it doesn't, there's too much you don't know yet. Right. Um, so it's just setting up. Episode two, we come to Maeve in War World. Right. What do you think of War World? It was just trippy, man. Like, and it was kind of, uh, it's hard to accept that she's in there again. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm like, wait a minute, how did she get here again? Did they clone her and put her in this? You know, you're just trying to figure out why and how is she not taking control right away? You know, there's all these things like we're trying to figure out. So I, I, I was kind of weirded out by it. And I was getting a little tired of it after a few episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you catch the Game of Thrones reference? I think I think I did at the time, but I forgot what it was. All right. so I remember, I remember, remember seeing it vocally to Jackie and then going yes, to... And, and, uh, she's... She gets out of War World, but she's still in the sim, and she's walking around where they're building all the robots. Right. Um, you come across one of the rooms is they're working on the dra- one of the dragons from Game of Thrones. Oh. As a kind of a robot or whatever, and apparently the two guys that were working on it are the two creators of Game of Thrones. Oh. Not not uh, George Martin, but the but the actual of the, the yeah the producers of the show or something. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Uh-huh. So apparently there's a, there's a Game of Thrones world, which is kind of crazy. That's really cool. <laughs> or a fantasy world, yeah. All right, so what episode three, what do they do there? I guess you're learning more about Aaron Paul's, uh, Caleb, his backstory, and some of uh, Charlotte Hale's. Right. Uh, at this point, you don't know who the other pearls are. Let's see episode four. Is when you finally see Ed Harris. Right. And you hear um, Ciroc's backstory, Vincent Cassell. What did, um, what did you think of um, Charlotte? as she as they're slowly becoming suspicious of her and then she utilizes one of those like construction robots <laughs> yeah wasn't that yeah. awesome yeah she does it twice in this series and it's so cool like those things those are scary are, man <laughs> those are awesome those yeah. are super cool and look super real yeah they did yeah. cgi and i have to say the cgi in this was very well done was, yeah yeah uh, so, yeah, episode four is also the one where we find out that, here's your spoiler, that all the extra pearls were just copies of Dolores. Yeah. Um, which was cool. They brought back the Japanese guy. I like him. Mm-hmm. So we'll get into the copies of Dolores in a little bit. Let's see what episode five was. Um, five was looking. Oh, that was the one where genres, where he's going through the different uh, movie genres, drug trip. 
Mm-hmm. That was nuts. Awesome. That, yeah. The music in that episode was perfect. It felt so, like an anime. Oh, like it was an, so cool. It was nuts. Yeah. Did you catch the shining the end? No. What was it? So um, when they're on the beach before mm-hmm. that guy dies, mm-hmm. uh, the music is from The Shining. Oh, I didn't even notice. Oh, because it's such a good, you know, like that that epic score, and it's also right. Doctor. You know, yeah, that was that was awesome. Oh, I can't believe I didn't even notice. Um, yeah. Yeah, that 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 one was like really hard to follow to know what was going on. But what do they call it? Bliss? What do they call it? Drug? They call it genre. Genre. Oh, so it's genre. Yeah, that's bliss right. Was what he was taking when he was a soldier, and that would to that would to numb his emotions. But then he accidentally I forget how it. maybe someone shot him up with it. But it was a drug called genre, which right. it makes you feel like you're in a different movie genres. Like it kind of feels like you're in a romance, then you're in action, then you're in horror, <laughs> yeah. then you're in like a you know whatever you know, war movie and stuff. And so it had like, it had like the, um, cause they would actually take movie scores and kind of update them. Yeah. And so the, so the, the shining during the horror sequence, but then they had, um, that's why I didn't, then they had, um, the scene from apocalypse now with the napalm and they've got the helicopters coming in and they're playing <laughs> yeah. that classic, you know, they had that, that score. Yes. Yeah, so they had different movie scores kind of things. They had like a, the romance one, which, which was, a uh, before one of the teasers before the, the, the season three started was like, a, and if you haven't seen this, it's hilarious, but there's like a romantic comedy trailer for Westworld that HBO put out. And it's awesome, but it makes sense now you see that episode because they, you know, were changing genres during that episode. That did occur to me because I think I saw it on Twitter or something and, and I thought, wow, that's really funny, you know, that they're doing it. And then when you do see the episode, you're like, oh, that's why. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so episode five or the five, six, six is where Charlotte Hale it gets uh, attacked and then her family is killed or whatever. Is that where she's also very when, badly burned? Yeah. Oh, gosh, that was rough. It's also when the man in black, the man in white, and William, young and old, all meet together for therapy, right. which was kind of fun. That was interesting. I mean, all in this. And then that fight scene. Oh, yeah. That was just crazy. He's taking himself out. <laughs> awesome. Ed Harris, I love him on the show. Oh, I love Ed Harris, period. But Oh, yeah. Uh, but he's just so, like, he just stays in that dark place. There's no mercy, you know? Yeah. It's just like, uh, yeah. this is who it is. That's it. I mean, you can't you can't move him. He didn't yeah. care. He does yeah. not care. <laughs> wow. All right. So episode seven is, is basically setting up episode eight. Um, yeah. So episode eight, we got. There's some good sword fighting. There's a. Episode seven opens with a great sword fighting scene. Yeah. It's really exciting. Um, it, I was like, wow, that, that was, I was like, not sure what was happening. And you have a, you have like a, you finally see, cause you, you question who's in Charlotte's body for so long. You're like, yeah, who's in Charlotte's body. And then, you know, you start to wonder, oh, you're like, is it Teddy? Yeah. Is it, you know, is it the prostitute? Um, yeah. You know, and then she finally shows up. Uh, I yeah, don't know what her name is in the Clementine. series. Oh, Clementine. Yeah. She finally shows up in that, that samurai scene, which is pretty cool. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, oh, so it's not, that's not who's in Charlotte's body for sure. Even though you kind of already figured it out before that point. But. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So episode eight. Oh, boy. Um, there's a lot to unpack. I will start off by saying the visual effects of Dolores wearing only her neck and head with the robot body was amazing. And then when her like face like opened up. Dude, that was nuts. Especially when it closed. Real thick looking. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. When it closed. Because when, oh o- when it was open, you're just like, uh, whatever. And then as it starts closing and it gets closer, it just blows your mind <laughs> yeah that is crazy well even like, when it was oh. open well yeah i mean it's still pretty cool. real like right. everything else didn't but i think right. what what the trick was for them was to make the eyes look real and then everything else you just well, assume is real right well i mean honestly though like i mean if you take any uh like anatomy courses like certain things in certain states do not look real <laughs> yeah so yeah so, uh, you know, that it could have looked absolutely real and then just deconstructed. It just doesn't look real to you because your mind doesn't want to believe it. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they basically kill off this version of Dolores because they erase her memory one right. by one. Um, there's, a com- just, there's a computer, though, we should talk about, like a mainframe, like AI. What's his name? Solomon? or Rehoboam. What is it? Rehoboam. Oh, Rehoboam. Which in the Bible, Solomon, um, his son was Rehoboam, and that's when right. 
the um, he was the first wicked king, and that's when the whole tribe of Israel split. Okay. Um, and so Solomon was the one that the smaller one that they faced off with in like episode six or six or seven, um, when Maeve shows up with the sword and they have to hit the EMP and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, Rehoboam is the, is the big one. Um, but yeah, there was some good sword fights in in this one. There's good action sequence like oh, in this episode. Maeve, so good. Maeve takes Dolores' arm, and that is just like the freakiest thing. She's, oh, and man, I know yeah. she's a robot. You're just like in so much pain watching her like. <laughs> trying to crawl without that thing and walk with right, it right. you're just like oh man that's awful so hey, good. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you less <laughs> yeah so i read an article after the last episode with the um with jonathan nolan lisa joy the creators uh plus like i think a producer or two on the show and you know they're asking about like dolores like you know because with westworld is anyone ever actually really gone right and they want to honor they want to honor the death and not just make it cheap. So, but they weren't saying if Evan Rachel would, you know, will she or won't she be back? You know, will there still be uh, Dolores? Oh, I see. What I'm thinking is because they they both they said definitively that that version of Dolores is gone, um, which she's the one that was turning good. Right. Charlotte Hale is That's, technically Dolores. Right, and she's she's going the other way, man. Right. <laughs> so one thing I did not read on any of the articles, and I think that's because people forgot about it, because it was brief and it was at the beginning of the episode. But when Lawrence showed up, he was a version of Dolores. So oh. I bet he becomes Dolores. Oh, weird. I bet I bet his the pearl inside of him gets put inside of a Evan Rachel Wood body and becomes the new Dolores, if you will. Okay. Because I think they're not going to recast Tessa Thompson as Hale. I think they're going to keep her. Right. She's like, you know, she's kind of a bigger star now. And so I don't think we've seen the end of Evan Rachel Wood <clears throat> as Dolores, but the good Dolores at the end died, actually died, I think. Yeah, I think so too, actually. Um, well, then how weird, how weird is that dynamic? I mean, so she's got all these other Doloreses, right? She's got the key hidden within uh, Bernard, right? right? She's got... And then you've got Maeve, who I thought were they were going to team up. You know what I mean? I thought I thought Maeve and Dolores would be working together for the same cause, and then it turned out they were adversaries. Right. But then I think Maeve kind of figures it out at the end. Uh, what, right. What, what the manipulation is, because she has that ability, that te- telepathic ability, and mm-hmm. she kept hearing the what what um what was his name? The, Ciroc. Ciroc. She heard what Ciroc was going to say before he said it and he's human yeah. right so that was kind of interesting and then she kind of figured it out but um for a while there i'm like what's what is happening <laughs> right well, yeah i mean that's westworld yeah <laughs> the whole show has been what is happening oh man yeah yeah um but yeah so then bernard leaves ashley to die in the tub while he goes figure out this whole key thing and apparently he's gone for a really stinking long time <laughs> yeah how long was that i mean it was all dusty. Well, at, first I thought it was, at first I thought it was all dust, but then yeah. the one article I read said it was ash. It's ash? Okay. Yes, yeah, some kind of an explosion. That makes um, more sense. Though. I think it's ash and dust, in my opinion. I think it looked pretty dusty like myself. Yeah. Um, yeah, so how long is he going to be gone? Yeah, that, that felt like a like quite a time jump for some reason. <laughs> yeah. But she hid the key uh, very well. That looks like dust. I'm yeah, looking at a picture right I know. That looks like, oh, looks I'm like with ash. you, man. I'm with you. It looks, it, dust to me is yellowish. Uh, unless that's like yellow cake, ash, some sort of fallout. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. I wonder if it's going to be kind of like, so he, he makes a comment that their world had to be torn down for them to be free. Right. And then he sees apocalypse coming. So is he coming back online after apocalypse? That's what I'm wondering. And then they're going to end up back some form of Westworld to unlock this key where the other, um, hosts are at. Right. I mean, that would be a way to bring back like James Marston and uh, that Native American Zon McLaren who was in Fargo because he was awesome. He I was. Yeah, he was so good. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah, to have a like a reunion almost. Yeah. So I'm glad uh, Luke Hemsworth is in it as Ashley as as many episodes as he was. He's enjoyable. Yeah, he was. He's really good. Um, was he another Dolores? No, it was okay. just him. It was just him, just yeah. with memory issues yeah. or some sort of damage. No, he um, he was programmed. That once his job was done was to kill himself, and so right. Oh, that's uh, right. That's right. Yeah, but he didn't hit the pearl, and right. so Bernard was able to bring him back and then reprogram him to stick with him and protect him. And that so, would be his job. Yeah. 
Now, Aaron Paul's storyline is interesting. Soldier, kind of like a Wolverine storyline. Yeah. I'm a soldier, but they erased my memory. They right. experimented they, they with me. Memory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that yeah. whole that whole like algorithm uh, lifeline, as I call it, almost like the lifeline in your palm, uh, mm. where they, they, they kind of like lead you down this life story until they're pretty much done with you. <laughs> like, it was yeah. jacked mm-hmm. up, man. So jacked. That was interesting. Yeah. Is simultaneously I was watching, which we'll cover this in a little bit. Uh, I was watching Devs, mm-hmm. um, and my wife and I are going through um, older episodes of Person of Interest. Uh, Person of Interest is uh, was created by Jonathan Nolan, same creator as Westworld. Oh, okay. It's also produced by J.J. Abrams, also produced Westworld. Mm-hmm. Um, and the season of Person of Interest. So Person of Interest as, the, as a whole. Have you ever seen that before? Um, I don't think I have. So yeah. the whole premise is, I mean, it's a network television show, and it definitely feels like network sometimes. So it's kind of, it's not the greatest. But there's some really cool, like, storylines. But the whole premise is there was a machine built for the government that after 9-11 that would um, track, like, a terrorist movement before it actually happened. Oh. Um, and, um, and then there was extra numbers of that would track um someone involved in in a violent crime on a low level scale um like a like a murder on a you know non-terrorist level and so but they don't know if it's the murderer or the victim Mm -hmm. so they have to follow this person and see and try to figure out are they going to kill somebody or are they going to be killed and then they got to either protect them or protect them from committing a crime gotcha um Anyway, so the season that I was watching at the time of Westworld 3 was dealing with um, a supercomputer that knew all your movements and figured out what you're doing. And then they were deciding if that was right or wrong. And it was kind of a similar storyline, you know. And then Devs is about basically a supercomputer program that knows the future and has it all mapped out. And it was, it was like three <laughs> series I was watching simultaneously all dealing with the same stuff. And they weren't even all released at the same time, which is crazy. How crazy is that? Because uh, the last season of Mr. Robot is pretty much the same thing. <laughs> right. That was last year, right? Yeah. 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 So, Because that's what I was thinking during this one. Yeah. It was, yeah. Uh, wow, this is so much like Mr. Robot. Yeah. Crazy. So the, it's interesting because I'm like, they all cover like slightly different angles of it, but it's all like the same crazy story. So. Well, and a lot um, of people are asking that about what we're going through right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So what? Um, oh, we forgot the bit, one of the biggest things. Um, we finally found proof that the man in black is not a robot. Right. Oh, yeah. That was so, huge. And seconds later. Yeah. The man in black robot kills the actual man in black. <laughs> <laughs> Just so like fitting for this show, you know, because oh, we've yeah. been wondering this whole time. <laughs> And then boom, yeah. And then and here then it is. The last one. It's like what? Yeah, so that's going to be interesting. That Seeing is. Seeing him pale as a robot for sure, and going full on man in black. That's going to be perfect. Yeah, that's I mean, exciting. I, I'm, I'm, I'm more excited. I think for next season, just to see, okay, where are we going now? Because this season, mm-hmm. this season didn't go anywhere close to where I thought it was. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's pretty dude. I mean, even like yeah. the first episode barely had any action in it at all. Right, right. Um, so it was completely different. So now I'm wondering, okay, what are they going to do next season then? <laughs> All the bets are off because, you know, they can do whatever they want. But right. it's hard to predict this show. You can't. You just can't do it. Yeah. So overall, I still really like the show. I definitely feel like this was the weakest season, but I don't mm-hmm. think it was a bad season in my opinion. No, I think I need to rewatch it a couple times. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, cause I think now that they're all out, I would enjoy it more just seeing them back to back to back to back. So I'm going to do that. See, that's when, um, when the second one came out, I had just watched the first one for the first time. And I actually, I, I finished the first season when season two was already halfway over. So I was able to like, just jump right into season two. Right. So I didn't have that two year wait. So it felt like I like, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Like I, I, I really liked season two as well because it all felt like one story for me. Um, I, mean, I can see where like Robert comes from, where it's a big drop off, and it was kind of disappointment. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I, I, he, I, don't, I don't think he would have liked this season at no, all. No, I'm with you. I know he wouldn't. I mean, I, I know he'd appreciate the episode with all the the music and and uh, the movie themes and the genre themes. Um, yeah, I know he'd like that, but I, I don't think he's gonna. He's definitely not gonna like what they're doing with Dolores. He'll be annoyed by that. Yeah, yeah I, I, we know him. <laughs> <laughs> 
but I did like the Dolores storyline. So yeah, yeah, we'll see. Right on. That's, that's going to completely change now too. Yeah, it is. Uh, so yeah, very cool. We will see. See that. I'm not trying to think. Did we leave anything else out? I don't think we did. I don't think so. Nothing. Nothing major. I was kind of going through it all. Um, I mean, there yeah. Were... Well, I guess we'll see now. Um, well, remember all the symbols they were showing for all the different cities? Yeah. So those really didn't amount to anything like we thought they would. <laughs> yeah. They were like, oh. Uh, yeah, the red herring. Yeah. But yeah, Caleb, Aaron Paul's character, and Maeve are kind of together now. Right. Team up, and we'll see what, what they do in the future. So. And they and they, they yeah. did destroy that supercomputer, which was controlling. Yeah. What was his name again? Gosh darn it. I can't think of it. Ciroc. Ciroc. It was controlling Ciroc. But you have to wonder who else was that? controlling so who knows right what other uh what, no, we haven't seen the last of him right but, right so that, that's yeah. gonna be interesting to see what 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 goes on next yeah Ooh. all right so i guess well, we should cover what we're watching now uh yeah i'm gonna actually hit up on deb's real quick since i just okay. mentioned it uh, perfect i was super super disappointed with it oh uh, you didn't watch it right no i didn't have i didn't i didn't have it right yeah so it's um it's, it was created by Alex Garland, who made um, Ex Machina and Annihilation. And I, I really dig his stuff. So I was like super excited for it. Um, but it was just, it was like trippy at the beginning, kind of like Legion, but less fun. And oh, um, and then it kind of like, as it started to like, you figuring out what's going on, I just didn't like, you know how like something where you might not agree with the choices that, that like they make. And you're just like, I don't, like, I don't. You can't buy into it when you don't like agree with it. Right. No, um, I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, you can watch like a, you know, a crime drama where they're committing, you know, the, obviously you don't like live that way and right. don't agree with it. Like, like the Punisher. Like I can watch the Punisher and root for John Bernthal the whole way through. But in real life, if there was a real person like that, yeah. I would be totally against him. Right. Like, <laughs> right. No, absolutely. That no, would affect me. Like, that's not what I'm talking about. It's just kind of like some of the choices they're making, and you're just like, ah, I can't buy into that. Um, <laughs> you want me to explain it? You want me to sure. explain it? Or you think you're going to check it out? No, I don't think I am, man. I, I mean, I'm, I don't know. Yeah, I would I, go ahead. All right. So, so Nick Offerman is great in it. This is he's really good. He's this like genius kind of um, eccentric uh, Steve Jobs type guy. Nice. Um, he's he's and he's kind of like the un, unnamed distant or close future and uh he's got this major company and in it like he's got a devs department um which no one knows anything about and you find out that it's like really top secret and they're willing to kill to protect the information um and it affects this this woman and she, she has to try to figure out this murder and try to you know whatever and you find out what the devs thing does is it can look backwards and forwards in time um and and it gives you a projection of what happened. So they actually watched Jesus on the cross. Whoa, um, that's pretty cool. And, and he, he built this because he had a wife and daughter killed in a car accident. And, and he's regretted it. And he's been you know wanting to like look at the past and try to recreate it and bring back them somehow. And, and, they, and so one thing that's weird to me, I, I know they're projections, but like... Like how are we getting? It's like there wasn't video cameras at these different time periods. So like how are we projections? getting this? Right. These images and the audio. I mean, it's just projection, but it's still, it, it, when you don't buy into the sci-fi, right? Like you can have ridiculous premise, like Rise of the Planet of the Apes. My father-in-law refuses to watch that movie because it's too ridiculous to him. But when you watch it, it makes it not seem so ridiculous. Right. Like you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um. Yeah. The devs just, I just couldn't get into the sci-fi. I'm just like, this is just too, and, and and then they also had like this set thing. Like you couldn't, like here's, they can see the future and you can't change it. Right. Like you have to act this out. Um, and even though you know the future and you know what bad consequence it will be, you have no choice in the matter. Like there's no choice. It just happens. And that's, yeah, and that's that, just frustrating me. That, that sets uh, it up for like an unenjoyable experience. That's more like mm-hmm. that's time torture. <laughs> yeah, and they kind of in the grand finale they kind they do change something slightly, oh. but then, but then, which blows their mind. But then all of a sudden everything still ends up the same way that it was projected. Oh, so it's like, oh, we do have free will. Oh no, we don't. Like it just <laughs> like I was really disappointed. Did a bunch of Calvinists a, write this? 
Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah. So I Sorry, was, Calvin. I was just joking. <laughs> Don't burn me. <laughs> well, that sucks, man. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. No, it's like, yeah. But no, I get what you're saying. I, I see that all the time. Like, one of my favorite movies ever is Inception. The thing that bothers yeah. me, because the sciencey side of me is like, okay, so I get that they're laying in a room together and I get that they're dropping into deep REM sleep, but how do they enter each other's minds? That makes no sense. At least. Well, then it, they have like some kind of like tubes or something. Yeah, like, but they don't say what those tubes are. There's no explanation. You know? How do you explain that? <laughs> well, it's real simple. You know, real easily. Um, when when they're bringing the girl into the mix, they just say, "Oh yeah, we mm-hmm. use these nodes and these give electronic signals." You know, just a simple. Or I don't even care if you have a psychic involved. Oh, this is a guy right. who's a psychic, and he's the one that 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 he's the medium. Oh, okay, that thank you. That's all I need, even though that's super science. But you know, right. at least it's an explanation. Otherwise, are they just like they all sleep in the same room together? <laughs> and they're supposed to believe right. they're getting into this dude's head somehow. That makes sense. Yeah. But I still enjoy that movie. That's one thing that yeah. bothers me. <laughs> all right. So before we do any more, before we do any movies, let's go ahead and keep doing TV shows we've been watching. So what what have you been doing? I watched Waco, man. Well, and the reason I watched Waco is that I finished Ozark and it was like recommended. They're like, oh, we recommend this. You know how they do that? And yeah. it has one of the same actor actresses in it. Um, and she's really good. She's really different in this role. Waco blew my mind, man. Like, you know, I grew up during that whole mess. You know, I watched the 51 day standoff on channel yeah. one you remember channel one Did you guys have um yeah 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 with justin gunn i don't know why he's going by this name anderson cooper what the <laughs> heck justin gunn is what i know him as anyway um but uh uh i watched that whole stand-up you know we thought that guy was you know nuts and you know yeah. uh, was thought he was jesus or whatever and he wasn't like he wasn't mentally sound but this this gives you a whole other perspective on it and you can see yeah. how things get twisted. And what I really like about it, it's based on a book from a survivor. Mm. And it's based on a book from an FBI agent who was the, oh, nego- wow. who was the negotiator. So you get you get kind of like that whole it's the truth in the middle somewhere story. And it mm-hmm. just it just it's one of those cases where like it just was com- completely handled wrong, like completely mm. wrong. <laughs> and and yeah. they were just trying to make an example of this guy, and you know they demonized him, and and they could they could have ended it peacefully, but obviously there was motive not to. Um, they were there was reasons for them politically so that they're not defunded, and that's just the perspective from this. Now I didn't read about it further than that, but that's how this yeah. that's the angle this show takes. Um, that's mm. not my opinion and my view. That's the show it takes. Right. I really liked that angle, to be honest. Um, yeah, it made it really interesting. Um, uh, the guy who played um, Koresh. Uh, Koresh was amazing. Um, all the actors. He's, uh, the kid. He's the guy from John Carpenter. Is he really? John, John Carter. John Carter. Oh Mars. yeah, yeah. He, you're right. He is. Yeah. Um, he played an excellent. I mean, he got down. I think the mannerisms. Uh, he sounded like to me what creatures can sound like from uh, the Midwest and the South. Yeah. I mean, he, he had, he did a lot of work. You can tell um, yeah. it's got um, Macaulay Culkin's brother. Sad that I don't know no, his like, name. Huh? What's his name? I know who you're talking about. Yeah. <coughs> I can't Warfare remember. Or, uh, I forget. Um, so it has a uh, uh, Taylor Kitsch. I think that's how you say it. His name. That's, that's the guy who uh, plays David Koresh. Rory. Yeah, Rory Colton. Yeah, he was incredible. I like him a lot. And then Julia Julia Garner is the the, the girl from uh, um, Ozark. Ozark. She's been fantastic. Um, yeah, and Michael Shannon. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, of, yeah there's a lot of good actors in this. It, the acting was on par. It was great. Um, I feel like it was a great show. Great um, little short. You could finish it in a weekend. Um, yeah. It wasn't poorly done at all um there's one weird rock scene i'll say that that uh, yeah. that's like the only thing that bothered me and it bothered everyone apparently who's seen it and everyone who's seen it just <laughs> completely weirded out by it because that didn't happen <laughs> if it did it didn't happen like that but uh uh it was really well done it's just sad it's just really sad actually all the way around on both and i think at the very end like i think it's pretty um um honest with itself that like not both sides weren't happy with the end right. result like 
you can see the pain on both sides and and hopefully we can learn from this mistake for, forever <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's that's what cool. you get from it so there's a little bit of a moral there so i really enjoyed it i encourage people to watch it it's it's definitely worth watching um yeah. i liked it because it's like a like chernobyl it's like a short mini series it's really well done which, hmm? which i just watched chernobyl um excellent. last week excellent segue, and, oh, so, <laughs> so good and i looked I, I read about it um there's some things that were dramatized, which, you know, that's going to annoy some people. But there are some right. people like actually involved who didn't mind the dramatization because it just, you know, you have to take some kind of creative license when you're not making an actual documentary. Right. Um, but so, like there was a lot of it that was just note for note. Perfect. Like there's this really cool uh, YouTube video that's like six minutes long, eight minutes long, where they're comparing documentary footage side by side with the movie. And it's just like. Really? Almost shot for shot. Yeah. That's insane. Um, yeah. And so, I mean, that was a really great story and acting. And yeah, it was, that was really good. And it's, it's interesting how it's like, you know, this country is based on, um, during that time, the Cold War, you know, everything's on secrets and lies. And that's what cost them this. I had one episode left and I told Rachel, I said, she wasn't watching it. And I, I told her, I said, I feel like, I said, I don't know if anyone would agree with me. But I mean, this is only a couple of years before the fall of the Soviet Union. Right. I feel like this had to play a part in that. Oh yeah, I would say so. And then, and then at the, the final episode, when they're writing about like the the stuff at the end, when it's you know what happened in, in the future, Gorbachev, who was president at the time of Chernobyl and the time of the fall, he even says this is this was the beginning of the fall. Like this caused the fall of the Soviet Union. I mean, it's basically they dropped the nuclear bomb on themselves. Yeah. You yeah. Know, of all the resources that it takes. Uh, the finances and all the things and the deaths and it's just I mean and even just the morale I mean that just like destroys your country well and and you know it really just kind of it's kind of sad if it's really true that they um that the whole cause for that meltdown was cheap rods because they they didn't upgrade yeah. that's yeah. like wow that's like insane to think about like yeah. the amount of destruction and land that's useless now and all the lives that are ruined just right. because they, someone had to cut corners to make a budget and then they, <laughs> and then, and when they knew about it they still didn't say anything right and then that that button didn't mean anything oh my gosh yeah oh geez yeah, yeah just and, crazy yeah no, so that was that was an excellent show yeah it was i um, love i love the acting and that i love the I, the intensity. I mean, how do you do that? How do you bring that intensity to something like that we already knew happened? You know, which is amazing, mm -hmm. absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then it reopens yeah. that it piques your interest, especially people who had nothing, no interest in Chernobyl at all, and what it was, and what people went through. You, you then get. I mean, they need to show that in schools. Like that's like something yeah. that you got to watch when you're doing world history. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, because the you know, the past repeats itself. And so, um, yeah, that's, it's so good. Oh, so good. yeah, I loved it. All right. So another TV show, this one, not based on true stuff. Uh, I watched was Star Trek Picard. Oh yeah. Did you get to watch it? I watched an episode. Yeah. I didn't get to watch the whole thing, but I watched the, yeah. I think it was the first episode and it's just amazing. I mean, really. Yeah. Amazing. I mean, it's one of these, it's a guilty pleasure. I mean, I, I grew up on next generation and um they definitely hit the nostalgia button that you know his yep. appearances <clears throat> he's the main character but the rest of them are not in the show but some of them make appearances they just show up and they're like old friends and yeah it's yeah. just shooting the, yeah it's cool yeah so i i thoroughly enjoyed it even though it, there was definitely some cheese parts and um, <laughs> yeah. some weak parts but i mean it's still i was blinded by nostalgia like <laughs> thoroughly enjoyed it <laughs> yeah i'm with you man it's pretty well done <laughs> yeah uh, what else have you watched TV-wise? Um, we watched uh, this show on Netflix called uh, The Midnight Gospel. It's like a podcast. Yeah. It's crazy, man. It's out there. I really are weird. It just kind of, it's like an adjustment. If you can get through those first two episodes, you just kind of figure it out. You almost have to not watch what's happening. Like, yeah. there's so much action going on, on the screen, and what they're talking, there's nothing to do with necessarily what they're saying. And it's almost yeah. a distraction, but once your body, once your mind and your eyes get used to what's going on, it's amazing. It's flipping amazing. Yeah. Like you're just like, oh, <laughs> this must be what a drug trip's like. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's super good. Awesome. Definitely give it a try. Don't watch it around the kids. There's some cuss words there and some weirdness. Right. Some things that 
kind of freaks me out a little bit here and there, but they're sporadic and I don't know when, which episodes they are. So I can't tell you, but yeah, yeah, Jackie and I would watch and we would uh, pull out a cider and just drink and watch the show. And it was excellent. <laughs> How about you? Anything that's, else? Uh, that's it for TV shows. Got oh, some okay. movies. So do you have any more shows? Um, I don't, not that I'm thinking of right now. Oh, I started Hollywood. I'm not digging it. Um, but I'm only like three episodes in. Um, yeah. And then we did finish. And we, we we're gonna podcast on it, Jackie and I. Uh, dispatches, dispatchers from elsewhere. We did finish okay. that one. Uh, but we'll yeah. we'll podcast on that separately. Oh, and we do. Yeah, we're planning on doing a podcast on Better Call Saul. Right. Um, right. And what we do in the shadows is back on. Yes. So we still got weeks left. That's freaking awesome, by the way. So funny. Love it. Love it. And then Rick yeah. and Morty just started again, and it was so funny. And they're 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 starting to bleed into commercials, which cracks me up during the show. So you don't even know if you're watching the show or not, and then it just turns out it's a commercial. It's hilarious. I've never <laughs> seen that before. That's awesome. Yeah, they have like That's a awesome. Pringles commercial that infiltrated, and then a, a Wendy's breakfast commercial, which I totally thought was a part of the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it ended up being a commercial. <laughs> I'm like, what? This is crazy. <laughs> yeah, they're it's great. Yeah. So yeah, movies now. <laughs> what movies have you seen? Movies. Yeah. Um, so I went. I watched um, what's conf- considered the first horror movie. Oh, it's from like 1920 or something. It's a silent film called I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. Um, and I watched it because it's really highly rated. I didn't know it was the first horror movie until after I watched it. But man, it's it's pretty cool. Like I think you would dig it. Is it the um, one where it has like the vampire looking guy and he's going down the staircase and there's a lot of shadow work? Because I, yeah, I I've, uh, seen I've seen that, that. one. Yeah, like, yeah. you have seen it? I was a kid, yeah, man. Like, like, I was like six <laughs> or something. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You need to watch it now because okay. as an artist, you would really dig it because the um, all the sets are painted. Oh. Um, and they have, like, shadows painted on the walls or, like, you can definitely see, like, like this was an inspiration for Tim Burton oh. um, and for for other people. And it's just the sets are so cool. They're so simple. And oh. like, um, like here's a picture of like like a, the way a window is into a room. Like it's very Tim Burton, oh, right? Oh yeah, totally. I remember. Yeah, that. yeah. And he's almost like a vampire, right? Or some sort yeah, of type. Kinda. He, yeah, kind of. He looks like one, but he um, he doesn't have the teeth. He, he has like a weird nose and like very pointy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So he's 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 a sleepwalker. They call him a somnambulist or whatever. And and he's controlled by this doctor. Caligari or whatever, and who can do? Um, he uses him to make murders, you know, do murders right. or something ridiculous. Um, but man, it's a, it's kind of kind of a cool movie. I'm not gonna lie. Right so, on. Cool. Yeah. Um, oh, but me and you, we, we watched. Difference in opinion on this one. The Lighthouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, well, I don't Which, know. That it was good. I I I think the acting was incredible. The cinematography was incredible. But boy, whoa, what a ride. <laughs> it was bonkers. It was. I, I knew that from the preview. I knew it was going to be crazy, and it just, and I just ate it up. And you were just frustrated with it. <laughs> well, I was just grossed out at a couple points. There's there's yeah. a couple of things in there that grossed me. Out. I was like, oh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> too much. I don't, I don't know if we'll ever do a show on it, but it's worthy of a show. Uh, so I get Robert in on that because yeah. I want to hear his opinion. I would like to hear. I know he'll like it. I know he will. I know when he sees it, he'll love it. Um, it's right up his alley. Uh, I got a couple more, but let's let's move on to you. Yeah, you go for some. it. Oh no, no, go ahead. Yeah. All right. Um, I watched Stuber, the comedy with uh, Camille Nanjiani, and Dave Bautista. I haven't seen um, that one. Is it good? I thought the preview looked amazingly hilarious, and then the movie was okay. So oh, that was kind of man. Yeah. Um, and then, ooh, I don't watch a lot of documentaries. They're not my jam. I prefer the narrative storylines. I saw the best documentary I've ever seen was Won't You Be My Neighbor, which I remember Robert talked about that. The Mr. Rogers documentary. Yep. So oh it was good. Gosh. So good. Oh, really? I was crying. Like, it was oh, oh just my gosh. so Maybe good. I'll watch it. I, I haven't watched it either, so I, maybe yeah. I'll give it a go. And I like, I actually like documentaries. Yeah, I was not into it. Um, I watched the new Terminator, Terminator Dark Fate. Oh, how was that? Have you seen it? <laughs> no. That's not bad. It's not bad. Um, okay. It's entertaining. Um, it's, uh, so it erases three and four and the Sarah Connor Chronicles, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Oh, and five. No. Yeah. 
Chronicles. It erases three, four, and five, and the Sarah Connor Chronicles. You can't erase the uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles. Those are those are like my fave. Well, you know, I never watched that. <laughs> I like when is, it. When is it set? It's set like early two thousands. Yeah. Okay. So then yeah, it erases that. Dang. Um, so um, I'll hit you with a spoiler if you're ready for it. Yeah, go for it. I'm not gonna be upset. All right. So they apparently this happens in the beginning of the movie. Apparently, when they sent back. Um, when they sent Terminators, they sent more than one at a time, mm-hmm. and one of them didn't show up until 1998. Oh, uh, so after Judgment Day, after T2 was set, and it showed up, and they weren't ready for it, and it, he kills John Connor. Wow! But at that point, Judgment Day was already erased. Right. Um, was no Cyberdyne in the future. Cyber, you know, um, Skynet. There was no Skynet in the future. Um, but he was still on a mission from years ago. So he kills Connor, um, you know, right in front of Sarah Connor. Um, That's her worst nightmare. Yeah. So then it jumps to the future. And, uh, and yeah, there's there's some good action sequences. Um, for the most part, the visuals are pretty cool. There's a couple scenes where the visuals kind of suck, actually. Mm. Um, but, uh, I mean, it's enjoyable. I, I mean, I, the whole three, four, and five, and now six, Dark Fate, I personally... I. I don't dislike any of them. I think they're all enjoyable, but I also think they're all completely unnecessary. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, two, <laughs> yeah. two is everything. So Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, yeah, Robert would hate it. I think you would enjoy it. I mean, it's not great, but I it's mean, worth it. That, that, series, that series for me is more like fun. I'm not like so into it where I got to know every line. Exactly. You know? So yeah, well, yeah, it's like I watched The Lighthouse. For its artistic purposes, mm-hmm. watch Terminator Dark Fate the next day for its popcorn purposes. You know, like right. I wasn't looking for an art film. I was looking for dumb fun, mindless, and I got mindless mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I like, like a John Wick movie. It's just yeah. fun, man. Like, Except John Wick. Well, yeah, totally. John Wick. Way better. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, but you know, you go in knowing. Okay. Yeah. This is just gonna be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Which leads me to my last one. Uh, I've seen more than this, but this is the last one I'm going to talk about. Uh, we both watched this. Was Extraction? Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Hemsworth, Netflix. That was a nice, like fresh, like especially being in uh, quarantine. You know, can't get out yeah. and see a good movie, and like to have that. Thank you, Netflix. Yeah. That yeah, was, was so awesome. Like, and you know, with Netflix, you never know. You never know. Yeah. Is this going to be good? And I'm going to hate it. The ending. That was just great. All the way through. I, I, I will say I didn't really like the ending. Um, you didn't? Oh, okay. So we're going to go spoiler on this? Yeah, let's spoil it. It's going to be spoiled oh. right now. Three, two, one. So <laughs> you take a movie and you, you kill someone off. Like you kill the main character off. And <clears throat> I'm fine with that. <clears throat> right. Then don't cheapen it by <laughs> wanting to make a sequel. And I don't know if you noticed, but they, I think it was today, they announced they are going to make a second one. Oh, they are? Oh, yeah. Okay. And it's just like, he got shot. He got yeah. beat up pretty bad. Then he got shot where you don't see, but he's bleeding out of the mouth, which, right. Indicates. sorry, not going to survive that. And then he gets shot in the neck on top of that. Yes. And then he falls off a bridge into the water. Right. And doesn't reappear. Dude's dead. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Dude's, homeboy's dead. He's not making out of that. And, like, it, and it was a good death. Like, yes. it, it was actually like, okay, that yeah. dude, they would have had me with the blood coming out of my mouth. I would have quit. <laughs> yeah, but but the shot the shot at the end where you see a figure, blurry figure. Obviously, it's made to be him. Like I felt that cheapened it. Now, what they could do to fix it, the whole thing, is that was just a memory, and do a prequel. They talked about that. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if the second one is a prequel or not. Um, I did read that that's a possibility, but I think they're going to go sequel on it. And um, uh, if they do a prequel, you can get more David Harbour. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And David Harbour was fun. Um, it was interesting because that was a painful fight scene because David Harbour wasn't a bad guy. No. He just was still his good friend who just saw things differently. Right. And right. didn't want to fight. Right. Like, you I mean, don't see that very often. You see, like, sometimes a friend betrays and then he's a total jerk. He's not trying to be a jerk. He just sees the situation differently. Well, and, and when you figure out who the kid is, like, that puts a lot of moral questions on the table because morally, okay, what should I do? Because, <laughs> yeah. I 
mean, he's a kid of a very bad person, you know. So, what do you do? Yeah, yeah, pretty interesting. But yeah, it was um, directed by a first-time director, but he's also he is a stuntman who um, who actually was a, a kind of like a stunt director, I think. Like he kind of was a head stuntman and would help like choreograph action scenes. So he's a natural move to stunt uh, director. And man, he knew how to direct some action scenes. Dude, yeah, the sequences that were just constant, like, like I don't know, like so flawlessly together. It was just insane. Um, yeah. Going in and out of trucks. I mean, that camera was just on it, man. It was almost like it was filmed by drones. Right. <laughs> Flying exactly. in and out, like, what? Yeah, you great. take a breath and then something else happened. Like, you have time to, like, yeah, slightly breathe. There's, like, a 12-minute action scene that's just awesome. It's like, um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's Chris Hem- Hemsworth's new, uh, it's his version of John Wick. Is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I love like it. Him, Jason Bourne, and John Wick. Yeah. You got the new, what's it, Tyler Rake or whatever, which his name's Rake, and then he kills somebody with a rake. Oh. That? <laughs> totally. that was brutal. <laughs> it was brutal. So it's going to form a new genre that's going to have romance in it somehow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jason Bourne, John Wick. Tyler Rake show up. Just tear it up. I'm in. Throw Ethan Hunt in there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Which, oh my gosh, they're going to use Tom, send Tom Cruise to space to make a film? I'm in. This is insane. You got got Elon Musk on board. You got NASA saying, yeah, we'll do this. You you Mm -hmm. can use the space uh, station. And Tom Cruise, you know, who can do anything. I mean, this is what a man's story yet. No. They haven't filmed it yet. But if they've released. If they did pre-order for tickets, I'd buy it right now. Yeah, because you just <laughs> this in. is this is I'm historic. In. So it's just amazing. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, Tom Cruise in space, actually in space. Sign me up. Take buy it. me a ticket. So it's gonna be good. We know it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else have you watched? Um, I think that's it for now, man. I mean, like, I'm I'm in the the process of uh, gonna watch the Last Kingdom. You know, Uhtred, son of Uhtred. Yeah, yeah. But I just couldn't bring myself to to that kind of pain right now yeah. um, so I, I don't i've know. been kind of like yeah thinking about that one pondering over it but i'm actually going to attack um i've never watched true detective oh i'm gonna go tear through all three seasons that first season uh, awesome that's so what I hear. Awesome. like here. you almost yeah. want to go watch two and three and then go one last because they're the best for last yeah yeah i wish i yeah. had done that <laughs> <laughs> oh well yeah but yeah, cool, bro. That's awesome. Man. Yeah. So hopefully we'll be doing a show on Better Call Saul soon. Yeah. Uh, which I will give a hint on that. Just one thing. Uh, best season yet. Yeah, absolutely. Best Let's season. Leave it at that. I smell awards. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I guess yeah. this uh, this concludes this episode of Nerding Daily. Uh, check out our website. Go read old blogs. I mean, that's something. Uh, yeah, we man. also have like a whole library of other podcasts that we've done, like. I don't know how many episodes we're up to now. I think we're in the hundreds. Yeah, we're in the hundreds. Yeah. 